you know why he's this smart? Because he's lived many lives. We've had these conversations. Okay. I, <laughs> I know Something going. else that people don't know. <laughs> well, I think I'm the only Mona's one who assumes this. this. <laughs> I'm very hot on this. Hey guys, it's Mona. And Chloe. Welcome back to the Core Self Podcast. And today's guest almost doesn't need an introduction besides being the most amazing entrepreneur in the world, although I am a little biased. He is also my fiance and my favorite person in the world. We are so excited to have Gary on the podcast. And he has great legs. If you missed the Mark Bryan episode, go back. <laughs> if you didn't hear our last episode with Mark Bryan, you will know that Chloe, or Michael and Gary both have great legs. <laughs> Yeah, I love Gary. He's so sweet. And this is like a whole new side of Gary that I've never heard or seen. It's like, I feel like everyone listening is like expecting the Gary V we all know and love on social media. But this is like the gushy, mushy <laughs> Gary V, like so sweetie pie. And this is the Gary yes. V I know, like, you know, from meeting him through you. And I'm really excited for everyone to to see this other dimension. Oh my God, honestly, I don't think you could have put it any better. So we should just get into the interview. We're here. We are. Ah! <laughs> You're the whole reason we started this podcast. I am incredibly aware, ladies. <laughs> well, we talked about just having... So we, me and Gary were talking about content and what I share. And obviously, like, I share all wellness. You share all music. piano music. And I was like, this. we just talked about how it would be a good outlet for us to show our personalities. Yeah, because Gary shares everything. Not right. really. Really? I feel like you're so open. I am very open professionally. Like, right. I give away my best secrets. Yeah, which drives my mean. companies crazy. I share my hobbies and interests. You know, I talk a lot about with Mona and like everybody in, privately, but then everybody in the world of like, it's okay to show garage sales and VIP, you know, business meeting and Jets right. fandom and wine. Um, I do think people think they have to stick to a niche and I think the niche is the human. Yeah. But on the flip side, like I don't share family I don't share my private life at the level that a lot of people do. And so I do share a lot professionally, but like, you know this, you know me better in real life than like 99% of the people that consume me every day. That's true. There's a right. lot about you that I didn't realize when I met you just that first time at dinner with Mona. At Avra? Yeah. Like what? Well, like one thing that I was so surprised and I found so adorable was how, like, cause you're online, you're like, so serious and you're so like not aggressive but you're like really powerful high energy, high energy. passionate passionate high energy. but yeah. like you know about work i guess you're right it's always about work but then when we were at avra like in the middle of like a sentence you're like baby i love you to Mona. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, what is this soft side like what is this teddy bear that i want to squeeze it was so cute and that, that's definitely a side that i never saw before yeah. everyone always says that all of my friends who meet gary are like he's so much softer than i knew and i'm like that's i just that's the side of you that i know the most of course so i always think it's funny because i don't know what that outside perspective is anymore but he's like actually you're the most zen and the most calm but of course, that isn't in content. You're trying to get someone's attention, and you're trying. You're passionate about certain points, so it doesn't come across. You can much. be both, right? I yeah, actually, course, I actually right? think yeah. the manifestation of how I show up in my content is a formation of the Zen. That's when you're happy, Zen. and you're calm, and it's all gravy, you are pumped. You you do think like, why not make videos about lemonade? It's gonna be awesome. Like, it's not heavy. I actually think the reason people aren't as ridiculous as I am is because they're not Zen. 
Yeah. They're overthinking. They're actually worried about something. They don't have that inner child. Yes. Well, that's for damn sure. I do think there's a level of like curiosity and, and like, just like it goes back to confidence. I'm not scared of stuff. We were out the other night at a dinner and there was like a joke about something going on with like a, a picture of something and I showed a picture of something and I could like, we didn't even talk about it, Mona and I, but like it speaks to like, like some people were like razzing and like making fun of somebody. I showed them a version of me doing that thing way crazier and like more make fun of. Yeah. And it was like funny because like I could sense like some of the people at the table were like, why are you doing that? Yeah, why are you making fun of yourself? Or why are you showing us this? It's because I don't give a fuck. No like, ego. As if those six people decide to make fun of me, as if that's going to hurt my feelings. It actually gives me compassion because I feel bad for people when they make fun of me. If those six people turned around and started whispering to each other and making fun of me while we were having the dinner, my brain would literally, and my soul, and my heart would literally say, wow, God, like that is such a sad life that you think it's good to sit here during this dinner and like try to tear me down because you need a quick burst of making yourself feel better because you're not in a good place. And I'm not talking about the Gary Vee that people now know. I'm talking that's how I thought when I was 21 years old, had never done the things that I've now done, and we were just in college and high school dynamics. I've always felt bad for people that make fun of people. Yeah, That's why I feel so bad for everyone right now because now we're in a society where people, literally grownups are now high school. Actually, politi- we're, on, we're filming this on election day. These politicians, are, have worse behavior to each other than the 1990s politically incorrect environment I had in my high school with the way that people talk to each other. Worse. So we've gone very far in that direction, which has made me happier. Every day I wake up with gratitude about everything. Everything. Like, as long as nobody's sick or dead, it's the best day of my life. That's how I really feel, I swear. Because that will happen, you have parents, Things do happen in the world. Every day we hear about things. So like, how can I not be great? What am I gonna be upset about? So yeah, I've unlimited zenness. You know what's one thing you do that I love? Anything that I'll say, whether it's good, bad, if I perceive it as negative, his answer is, that's great. Like, let's say I'm like, oh my God, like, let's say we were supposed to go film outside today and it was raining. I'm like, it's raining. He's like, that's great. And like, that's actually your response. But that just speaks to your because mind my brain and your goes perspective. To like, oh, okay. I know why you're saying that you needed to take some photos today. But do you know that maybe because you didn't take those photos, you're going to actually read an article right now because you've got this newfound time that leads to the insight that is the breakthrough pillar of your content. You know, oh, so I was talking to my therapist last week, love her, and I was telling her something about career. I was like, should I be doing this or this? And she just kind of had this moment because she's very spiritual. She was like, it's all the same. Everything is just self-expression. Nothing's important and everything is. Like it's all your perception on it. And I loved that. I love that. You know, people, and half the time people, more than half the time, people aren't even thinking about you when you're like, oh my God, exactly. what what are they going to think about this post? It's like, they literally zit. are not even thinking about Everybody you. Everybody has I their agree. own zit. Yeah. Everyone has their own zit. Yeah. When you were 14, you're like, fuck, I'm going to go to school and fucking Sally's going to see it and it's going to fuck me. Sally's worried about her braces. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And the person that did come up to you, Joe, and like poked your zit and like, uh, like he's the one that's losing the most. Because he needs to do that the most so you don't look at his thing. He's the most insecure. So basically we're all narcissists. <laughs> no, basically we're all human beings and we should worry about ourselves and our family. 
I think that what happens when you actually get really deep with yourself is it gives you the capacity to care about others. Yeah. Right? We get so tribal. The first tribe is yourself. The second tribe is the people you love. The third tribe is the one that I think causes the most issues in society, which is the people that look like you. So you will care more about the people that are from your background, your gender, your race, and and even though the world has, I mean, right now the world has a lot going on. Ukraine and Belarus and Russia, Iran, right? North, North Korea, Korea, Iran, and Belarus. We all represent the most intense countries ever. People care about their thing. And so to me, it's like when you get to this great spiritual place with yourself, where you're like really in love with yourself, like actually, not like a narcissist, but you were at peace and you appreciate who you are. And you equally believe you're great and you equally know you mean nothing. Now you have energy for others. We are all dust. Do you know why he's this smart? Because he's lived many lives. We've had these conversations. Okay. I think, <laughs> you know where Something I'm going. else that people don't know. <laughs> well, I think I'm the only Mona's one who assumes this. this. I'm very hot on this. Gary's just so naturally wise and connected, I feel like, to his self and spirit. And I never even knew you were this spiritual. I didn't know Chloe was or you. And these are all kind of recent self, which is funny because you guys are two of the closest people to me in my life, obviously. Well, that's because you started to tap in. I started to tap in. And then I don't think many people really, I think the spiritual people know that you're spiritual, Gary, but I don't think like people who- Seth doesn't know. Yes, right. But you are extremely. I- I have definitely enjoyed the last decade being like, wait a minute. I mean, it's why anytime Ryan Holiday and I interact, I'm always like, ugh, like he's like, I don't, I so don't want to be labeled in any shape or form. Right. But fuck, the stoicism stuff is like really scary. Like I do have a lot of it in me. A lot. A lot. And every time, and he's so knowledgeable in it, he'll always bring, he'll always say something like, you know, like you can't run away from it. It's like, and these are like very specific little things. Same with spirituality. Yeah, same with, like when you're, as you've been going through this last several years, like every time you're like, wait a minute. And then like, (laughs) and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, okay. Like, like like, you've been saying this in a very different way. And I just learned this. Did you know that you were saying this? And you're like, obviously I know. I know that I'm, happier than almost everyone. And like that puts a level of guilt and gratitude on my chest every morning. I believe Gary V exists because of that awareness. And I've known it forever. I've known it forever. For so long, it, it's almost making me a little bit emotional. Like when you're 11 and you're like, like, and you're walking around the world and you're like, I got it and they don't. Like it makes life good. It's why the peer pressure didn't work. It's why the D's and F's didn't bother me. It's why I am who I am. So what that also does is it makes you very humble. You know, I think people who are really tapped in to their specialness, and I think everyone has specialness. So I just think I'm tapped into my specialness. And I think like a lot of people will go to the ground never touching their specialness because they were afraid of it. They didn't think it was special. They didn't think they could make money with it, which is what really drives me. I think a lot of people don't read, like now like now, the shit I wrote about 15 years ago is making more sense. Like you can make money playing video games. Do you know how insane that was 15 years ago? You can make money talking about peanut butter. If I said to you right now, you can make $100,000 a year talking about peanut butter, every person in this room, there's five of us, easily believes that to be true. So much so you're like, you can make one piece of content that might make that. Right. When I wrote Crush It in 2008 and came out in 2009, which is what, 13 years ago, not a person on earth believed me. So the stuff I talk about now, this deeper stuff, I know how right I am. 
Right. There's not a part of me that thinks I'm wrong. There's not a part of me that knows that what's really happening here is the loudest and the most macho, both on, when I say macho, both girls and guys, like everyone who's got bad behavior is only showing how deep their hurt is. It's, there is no happy person hurting other people. It doesn't work that way. And I don't think people understand that. And one day they will, and what will happen is when all of you are faced with somebody being mean to you, you won't counter with mean. I counter with compassion. When I, this is why when the people that try to troll me and make fun of me, I always laugh. And Seth, this you do know because you've been around long enough. I laugh because I'm like, oh, this poor guy or gal, they'd be so pissed if they knew what I'm feeling when they say I suck shit. A, I have love for you, Sally Pants 97. B, <gasps> Sally Pants you're, 97. You're, you're, you're motivating me to do more of the thing that's driving you crazy just to get you to the brink of like changing your life in the other direction because you're not gonna stop it. Like nobody in this, fans in the crowd, as much as I cheer when I go to a Jets game, I'm not impacting what's happening on the field. When you leave a comment to tear someone down, you are not impacting shit. You're just exposing your hurt. Oh, I like that analogy with the football field. Remember when we talked about Michael not being in line with, with energy and spirituality? Me, you, and Gary, we're going to have a, intervention. Like, dinner, an intervention dinner combo with him. Yeah, Michael, I know you're listening. <laughs> Michael is so the polar opposite of spiritual. I don't think it's true. I've got a whole take on this. Tell you do? Us. Tell yeah. us. Yeah, seriously. Because First of I all, need Michael's help. here on Halloween. I was really attracted to him. <laughs> Well, Danielle Priano did his hair. And so. his muscles. He's been working out. Yeah. So I think he had a lot going yeah. for him that night. No, no, it's the hair. Okay. Like, got it. he needs wow, to Danielle wear his Priano. hair that way every day. Yeah. That's all first right. of all. That's okay. an important call out. Okay, shout out to Danielle Priano. Number two, I actually think Michael's got a lot of good stuff in there. I think he, you know, I can't speak to why Chloe is saying this, but like, I just think it's, we've got to get to it from a different angle. Yes. Something that he I, You know what to. I think about Michael? I think he shares this with me. I have a feeling he's going to text me. He's like, you're right. Michael is an alpha winner. Do not put, do not tell him what to do. Do not push him. So I think you've got to get it by going the reverse. So if Chloe's like, you should be spiritual with me. He's like, no, like whatever you say in that scenario, the answer is no. But if you let it come to you in a different strategy, I think you need to play chess instead of boxing, Chloe. I just, sorry, I had a flashback. I'm laughing so hard because I had a flashback <laughs> of the other day when I was like talking about past lives with him. He's like, babe. <laughs> I was like, you know, I think I was a corgi in my past life for like Queen Elizabeth or Coco Chanel. It makes sense. I hate bending over. Like I, I always pick everything up with my feet. I, I don't know why. And you do never. Yeah, and you I might have, have a dog bad, memory. You might have a bad back. No, I just don't like bending over. I have dog memory. My parents are always like dog memory. I like literally forget that someone you was mean to me. And you're so happy. All I'm the always time. like. <laughs> you are. That's, that's you like, your face my mom right said now. I came out of the womb like this. Big smile. I think back to Mona's point of past lives, it was funny. It might, when she told me I was like on my last life because I'm so evolved, evolved. it was actually the only time in my life I was upset because I was like, damn it, this is it? Like, okay, like cool. Like, it, I, it's kind of cool that Gary Vee is end state, but I don't oh. get to come back as like, you what, know, was, like, the a, last one or a Polish woman. Well, what else could he learn? He knows every, like, he's so deeply spiritual. I feel like Mona's thesis was actually devastating. I'm so She's sorry. like, babe, babe, you're done. This is it. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, this is a wrap for you. The end. <laughs> and, then because, and, then, and because she said it, no, she didn't say it that way, but that's how my brain took it. I was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, we're like, we can't live without each other. And she's so, that, so since she like hurt my feelings with that, I was like, babe, you're not 
anywhere close to as evolved, so bad news, even if we die on the same day on this life, you're coming back as like a Portuguese like bullfrog, and like, you know, and then you're gonna come back as a rhino, and then as like an only woman in Alaska. No, I think you start, I, I think you Alaska. keep evolving. So I don't, think, I don't think I would go back to an animal, but I did say I was upset. I better hurry up and learn all my lessons in this life so we can be master souls together at the end. I don't, so don't want to come back in another life without him. All I said was I was a corgi in a past life, and Michael gave me that look like, babe? I will say this. For all the people that are like, what the fuck? Especially like <laughs> my crew that is probably listening. Let me tell you something I think can land for you. Think about the shit we now know to be true today that a hundred years ago, nobody had a clue. Just a hundred which is like fucking, there's people that are 100 on earth right now. It's not that long, like it's four minutes ago. Like I don't, people don't understand like not time. that long ago. People don't think about time. And so like, I can tell you one thing. I believe one of the reasons I have a very successful business career and life is because my intuition is unbelievable. I had a great drinks with a nice dude, Michael, yesterday. He was saying he doesn't trust people and trust has to be earned. And I was like, man, I'm really the other way. Me too. I'm like innocent till proven you guys, guilty. Chloe and Gary are very similar, which is probably why I love you both. Yeah. Makes sense. You know? We are and similar. so to me, I was like, and he was like, he's like, how about now though? He's like, cool. But like now so many people want so many, he, he's, he runs in enough circles that touch my world. He's like, so many people are like, pl not plotting behind your back, but like the dinner is like, how do I get this out of him? How do I get, right? And I'm like, cause I'm not trickable. And so let me tell you where I'm going with this. We, we sat on that for like five minutes. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, nobody's ever tricked me. Like, I've never met someone who I'm like, oh, this is like the best person. And then like, miraculously, they were the worst or vice versa. Like my, my stomach tells me, it's real. Like, I can tell you it's real. There's been a few times, this is real. This is like back to like, do you believe in foofy stuff? I met somebody once who I had a bad feeling about and I had a phone call with them. And the second the phone call starts, I got goosebumps up my back and my neck in a, and like a, like a feeling in my stomach that is almost like impossible to explain. I'm actually feeling it a little bit right now. The person ended up being really not good. And I think about that a lot. It's real. Yes, And it it's is. super gray. And it's all intuition. And is it always right? Of course not. Anyway, I just said to him, I'm not trickable. Let me tell you why I'm saying this while we're talking about this now. That is real to me and it's true. So if I have that intuition and sixth sense, well, everybody, many people have different things that they haven't tapped into or understand. We do not talk about the practicality of intuition. That is not a conversation. I've never seen, I'm sure there's book, I'm sure there's people who've talked about it, but I can tell you it is clearly, I try to pay attention to everything. There's not a lot of chatter, just the way I felt about empathy and now you hear it all the time. I, I'm telling you, before all of us die in this room and, and listening, intuition is gonna be a conversation because it's fucking real. And if intuition's real, what else is real? And it starts getting into stuff that's gray, not black and white, and I think that's the world. Well, can I just share, the reason why it happens probably so frequently for you two is because you're both so naturally happy and joyful and positive. No, you manifest more when you're at this higher emotion. The people who really study manifesting and try to teach you the steps, you have to feel the emotion and you guys both naturally have that high. Yes, so you naturally manifest life. more and you're not even trying. But I need, Gary, if you're comfortable sharing this story, it's my favorite story ever about you and your mom. This is amazing. I'm vacationing in Florida and I'm just reading like Us Weekly. Super chill, super checked out. 
out of absolutely nowhere, I just sit up and say, mom, wake up. The words out loud. In a way that is so weird to me that I've never shared this publicly because it's too weird to believe. Okay, so now I'm fucking freaked out. Why did my brain make me do, what the fuck just happened? So I call my mom, she doesn't pick up. Now I get really scared. But I'm not really thinking like anything. It just was weird. And I get, like if you, if everybody's listening right now, everyone's like, that's weird. But if you actually think about it, if you take a step back, you actually do a lot of that kind of shit. Like just have random things you say and think. Out loud is, is pretty unique though. Out loud's like, unique. Yeah. But, it, but truth be told, I'm actually now remembering in my head first, of course. Right. Like, and then I kind of like mummered it a little bit out loud. It just, I remember it took me by surprise. Then I call my dad. And I'm like, dad, hey, like, I, you know, I'm like, where's mom? Which is not my opening line. Usually it's about business. He's like, she's right here. I'm like, oh, everybody good? He's like, everybody's good. I'm like, all right, see ya. That's it. That's the end of the story. Two years later, on AJ's birthday in Puerto Rico, we're sitting around, a bunch of family talking, and we get to anesthesia, and my mom says she's really allergic to it, slash reacts poorly to it. As a matter of fact, two years ago, I had a real scare. So I'm kind of like talking with AJ about like the Jets. And so like, it wasn't a one conversation thing. It was like kind of like, right? I'm like, mom, and she starts talking. And I'm like, mom, what? And I could tell my dad, back to intuition, and just knowing and my dad has got no poker face, I could tell <laughs> that when I locked in on the combo, my dad acted a little weird, which immediately reminded me of the moment. I go, dad, and then it kind of all like broke down. This is where the story gets bananas. So I go, Dad, what the fuck is that? And mom, and my, you know, and I got them kind of like, you got what? What happened? Dad, mom, dad, mom, and like they're trying to like actually not tell me. And I'm like, guys, you know that's not gonna happen with me. I'm like all in. <laughs> I like ruin. I'll burn this restaurant down. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? And they go into it, and what ended up happening is I call my dad. He's at the hospital. My mom's having a colonoscopy, normal, nothing bad, but is not waking up from the anesthesia. Thank God, nothing too crazy. It wasn't like super panic mode, kind of like yellow instead of red. Normally green, right? Little panic. She wakes up and the first thing she says is, where's Gary? She said, I talked to her about it. She said she heard you say her name. <laughs> yeah. She heard you say her name when she woke up. She, she thought you were in the room. Yeah, it's re I know, it's super <laughs> duper duper scary, but it really, really freaks me out in such a good way because I know my mom, I get a lot of, I get all of this. Uh, not, I, I don't want my dad to get upset. I get so much of this from my mom. <laughs> and so if that's true, and she has a lot of it, and I have a lot of it, does that mean we can talk that way? And so like, I just wonder in 200 years if we start really understanding this, you know, like with psychedelics, with, with new things, like with something that's invented in 19 years because somebody's very curious that this is actually more real than we think. Like, are there, what are gonna be the things that we know that in 200 years that none of us in this room could even comprehend in the way that, you know, is the version of the human technology. We understand the technology. Like, I think we can all agree that there's gonna be some sort of machine that gets us to China in four minutes. Like, you can be like, yes, we figured out crazy things. Cars, planes, FaceTime. If you showed your great-great-grandfather FaceTime, you'd be like, what the fuck? You know, like. Wait, yeah. my parents. I know, <laughs> I know. Like, they're like, wow. So I think that story is true. 
and it's really unseeable for me. I know it happened, I know every part of it, and it's really hard for me not to be open to different things, and very small versions of it happen every day. There's a, you know, there's a reason I'm right about a lot of things in business. And yes, I put in the work and the research, but there is a level of like being able to feel it, that people are about to do this thing that comes along with it. That is just like God given. Actually, one thing that um, really, I just wanna share about both of you. So we all have immigrant parents. I mean, Gary, you, you're an immigrant yourself. Yep. Both of you, when you talk about your parents, say the nicest things. Speak like you're like, I love my mom so much. I appreciate she took me to piano lessons four hours there and back. And you talk so I mean your parents are amazing. I don't know yours, Chloe, but they're amazing. Um and then on the other hand, I've heard stories from both of you that aren't so amazing because everyone has them, but it's what you choose to take out of it and your perspective I, I, I on told, it. I told a therapist once. Hey, just to give you the preview, when you're done telling me the 97,444 things that my parents did wrong, I'm gonna answer with, and they're still the best of all time and I'm so happy because if they did one of those things right, it might have altered the course of my life. Back to rain outside. Right. I can't sit here and be so fucking grateful and more importantly, and this is a fucking big one, it is time for everybody who's listening to this to understand the actual key to the door of happiness. It's called accountability. Yes, I understand what my parents did. Oh, by the way, everybody who's listening who hates their parents, their parents fuck them up too. Right, How do you think it happened? You know who drove me crazy my whole life? Because I was so fucking, you wanna talk about woke, aka being awake and understand what's going on? All my childhood, I watched people, I don't know, back to being 11 and being in tune. I watched my friends be really upset with their parents I had one friend growing up whose dad was an alcoholic and he hated him for it. And his grandfather was his hero and he was a bigger alcoholic. And like, you know, like, like this is what we do. And I was like, no, but like that's, you know, you know? And so if you're listening right now, you wanna be happy? Cause that's what we're talking about here. Which is like, what else is there? Like, fuck, all, this is why I don't like stuff. You know this about me, Mona. Like I don't like stuff. Like I like happy. You wanna be happy? Get really good at understanding you're actually in control. Because the second you say, I can't do anything about it because of what my parents did, or what the world did, or my, my age, my gender, my ethnicity, my income level, like once you say it's not me, this happened, woe is me, I'm a dwell machine, and man, the amount of people that dwell in their 20s and 30s and 40s when they have 70 years to do something about it, and they would rather spend $22 on a cocktail twice on every Thursday. I have friends, acquaintances, fans who tell me I can't afford therapy and then I literally go on their Instagram and say they spent $137 on fucking drinks last night. Mm -hmm. You can afford therapy. Like, it's just fucking time. Best thing I ever did. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I need it. The answer is enough. The answer is enough. I, you're done, like stop pointing fingers and start being a big girl and a big boy and say it's all on me and I'm capable, you can listen to more positive podcasts. You can have more positive friends. You can do everything. You can do absolutely fucking everything, but you can't if you continue to blame America, the president, your aunt. You taught me that and it actually really works because it makes you feel like you're in control. Correct. Because when you blame other people, you're like, oh, what can I do? And then I'm like, oh wait, maybe, it just, it makes you feel in control. You're not, you know, it. I think it helps a lot. Yeah.
I like I'm always in play. Like I'm always open to everything. I'm like, like I you know I don't know like what what like like uh, New York's so expensive. Then move. move. <laughs> don't don't work in New York. Like work in Ohio. But uh, oh, but you want the fucking you want to go to fucking Tao? Well, fuck. Then live in New York. Like love pick Tao. one. <laughs> like you know like I don't fucking know. Like like everyone has become so incredibly capable of telling you why it's everyone's fault but themselves. And accountability is the absolute unlock. It's what has brought me all my happiness. It's all my fault. I re- and it's all my fault, but that doesn't mean I suck. It's all my fault, and that means I'm awesome. That's where people get confused. Sometimes I say this, and I get the, I read it, and they're like, Gary, that made me feel worse. I'm like, no, no, you took it to heart. Like, you, you, didn't, you didn't understand that that was an empowerment. You just added, you were so into dwelling, you just started dwelling on your own self within your own self. I make a million mistakes a day. I'm not, I make so many mistakes, it's fucking crazy. I suck at so many things. And so do you. So now what? Like, who are we putting on a pedestal? Like, I'm very aware of where I'm at. (laughs) Last life, this, that, success, and fuck me. Like, when you get to a place of true humility and you realize you don't mean jack shit, of course you mean something to people you love. But so does everybody. The big, like, the most fucked up person who had, like, like, think about how the world actually works. Like, think about how, right? Like, everybody, meet, like, even the people that have three people show up to their funeral because they were atrocious and just ha- didn't have the luck of the draw and just lived that life. There's still people, right, that they meant something to. So whether it's a million people or three people, it's all the same when you're going in the ground. And by the way, the more important part that leads you to humility, and everybody goes on with their life a week later. It's real. You have no choice. That person has no choice. So enough with like the way we think about the world. We have it all backwards, all of it. It's all backwards. That's why people buy shit. They're plugging their holes. The drinks at the club, the the expensive stuff. People are plugging holes with stuff. It doesn't work. You really care about nothing. All you care about is comfort and experiences. You know what my thing is, baby. Give me strong water pressure and Wi-Fi. Gary, all all this man asks for is good Wi-Fi and strong water pressure. That's all he cares about. Water pressure is really important, though. I feel like we all in this room agree. Water pressure? I actually don't care that much as long as the water's warm. I don't yeah. like I don't yeah, like to be cold. Oh yeah, God. I'm not a big water. I need it to like scratch my back. <laughs> well, you guys are just the exact same. <laughs> it's so cute. I wait. Can I? Do I have time for one more question? Fast, fast, uh, this fast. would be fun. Okay. Okay. If you if you could tell everyone one thing, like you don't think they know about me and Chloe, since you know us both oh, really God. well, I think this could be really fun. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> about so, you too. Something about Chloe. Something about me. Something about our friendship. Just because you know us on the inside, and I think it could be really cute. Oh my god! I think <laughs> Mona is a deeply, deeply sweet to the core, core, core person, which is like disproportionate thing I'm most fascinated by. Like, there's like a in the same way that I'm purely intuitive, you're purely warm. Chloe is one of the most conscious supporters I know. She's like, she reminds me a little bit of my friend Eitan Sugarman. It's like deep in her to be a supporter of. She is an authentic cheerleader of others, which I believe is one of the most noble, wonderful traits a human can have. So true. Aww. Oh my God, Chloe's like the biggest. That's why everyone's obsessed with you. All your <laughs> friends. Wish. She's but a the lot biggest of people, cheerleader. You know, I'm around the world and around things and back to manipulate. 
it's back to my point. A lot of people can act like Chloe. Yes. Because they have a strategy of what they need in a decade. 100%. Most even, people. Not even yeah. just to tomorrow. A lot of people, the worst people are like, I'll be nice to you tomorrow. I need you to buy this thing. Chloe genuinely wants you to win. The, smart, the smarter people, quote unquote, I'm going to be nice to you for four years because in four years you're going to be able to help me. Chloe's just nice to you if she believes in you till the end without even the thought. Uh, it's almost like a naivete. Mm -hmm. That is actually her superpower. That's spot on. I love that. I love you gals. I got to go. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Make sure you follow Core Self on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Mona Van and at Miss Chloe Flower. See you next week. Bye. Bye.